This is Contra Radio Network, internet radio for the discerning prepper and patriot. Hey folks, guess what the number one phrase that Life Change Tea receives by email? You ready? We love this tea. We love this tea. Time after time, week after week, we love this tea. Life Change Tea gives you more energy, a beautiful cleansing, and fulfills its slogan perfectly. The tea that makes you go. So if you want to be on your health game, log on to getthetea.com and order Life Change Super Strength Tea. Packages come in a one-month supply, and when you brew this stuff, wait until you see the results. Aren't we all about the results? And with a lot of people's health struggling, we can use a little bit of help. Doctors will tell you, disease starts in the gut. So log on to getthetea.com. That's getthetea.com. Be our next email saying, I love this tea. I mean, I love this tea. Get the tea at getthetea.com. Helping America one teabag at a time. Life is unpredictable, but you can count on Valley Food Storage to help you and your family prepare. With clean, natural, great tasting, and long-lasting food storage, with our natural and nutritious freeze-dried food, you'll be storing the food you love to eat. Log on to ContraRadioNetwork.com and click on the Valley Food Storage banner. Welcome to the Jeffers Brief, only on Contra Radio Network. I'm John Jeffers. Welcome to another episode of the Jeffers Brief, only here on the Contra Radio Network. Welcome, my listeners, my friends. Well, where do we start? Been an interesting week, to say the least. And I'm thinking maybe just a short episode. If you haven't, by the way, caught up, uh, Brandon, I'm talking to you. You know, Brandon's one of our longtime listeners here on CRN. I mean, he goes all the way back to when we were on Blog Talk Radio. That was five, six years ago. And he called me. We, you know, we were talking on the phone, and he said, "You know, I'm really, I'm about two weeks behind." And I said, "Dude, you're an over-the-road truck driver. You got nothing but time." He goes, "I know, I know, but." Seriously, let's. Uh, this will be a short episode, maybe a half hour. But one thing I wanted to discuss is when Brandon called me. He said, "You know, I've been really busy and I haven't been keeping up on the shows." And he says, "I can't find any mask." I said, "No one can." I said, "You need to listen to the." Uh, episode that Terry Kaz and I did last night. He says, well, let's do a couple weeks ago. I said, no, 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 no. Terry and I just did a show, an episode, a special edition of the Jeffers Brief last night. Oh, okay. But enough of chastising Brandon. What I want to talk to you about today is some uh, observations I've noticed. Uh, 
some trends and I want to make sure that I get this out. And I, if you're not a member, and you need to be, you need to go to the Contra Radio Network Facebook page. Apply to become a member. Now, for those of you where any you know, around the world where English is not your primary language, but maybe it's a secondary language, you can always go to Facebook, and they will translate the page for you. So you can read it in your native language. Now I know I'm saying this because and I'll tell you why. I noticed last month we had a many, many listeners up in Canada. Most of Canadians do speak English. However, I'm trying to get Stephanos Keratopis, a Canadian lawyer of Greek descent, to start doing a radio show specifically for you Canadians here on Contra Radio Network. So if you look him up on Facebook, bombard him and tell him to get off his can and let's get his show going here. For the listeners in France, increase in listenership there. Same as in Australia and New Zealand. I was going to do some stories about France, but if you're in France, you know what's going on there. I assume you're listening to find out why or you know, get some different ideas of what's going on here in the United States. I could be wrong. I've been wrong before. And I will probably be wrong again. No big shocker there, huh, my friends? But um, we even had a download in the Philippines. Welcome, listener in the Philippines. I appreciate it. Norway, the UK, Ireland. We know that's Porky Wheel, who's not doing his job in spreading the word. And we also had uh, some listeners down in Mexico. Thanks for listening down there south of the border. Appreciate it. Now we've identified where our listeners are from. Uh, well, we got about 1,100 downloads just uh, last month. Which isn't a lot. I mean, let's be honest, it isn't. But it's good for us here in the, just from the United States. So, something I wanted to get a, uh, tell you. And before I get started, the UK is on their highest alert. The National Health Service in England has declared the coronavirus a level four incident. That's the highest degree of emergency. They've had 12 more people in the UK being diagnosed after flying home from Germany Italy, Singapore, Japan, and of course Iran. Don't think it can't happen here in the United States. It can. So today I went out and I got I bought some more. A little bit more supplies just in case the supply lines are disrupted. Now look. Disruption of supply lines does not mean a shortage of products. What it means is that the, the means to get it from point A to point B has been disrupted. Now, about a month, month and a half ago, uh, I posted what some of our supply lines look like here in the United States. Some of you know Glenn Tate, author of 299 Days. He posted, I saw, I said, this, this I got to get this out because 
people won't believe it until you actually see it. And for you truck drivers that listen to CRN here, you know what I'm talking about. So Glenn posted this, you know, map of the United States, and then with red, he drew, you know, the main supply lines, distribution lines. Guys, it looked like a first-year-old went crazy with a red crayon. Lines everywhere. How do you follow it? What the? That's what it looks like. But anyways, getting back to it. So a disruption of supply does not necessarily mean it's a shortage of product. It means it's a problem of getting it from point A to point B. And then the question becomes, which supply line has been disrupted and what's the severity of the disruption? That's the difference. That's what we're talking about. So today, I got up this morning, had a crappy night, couldn't sleep. I was thinking about some things, and I got up, got myself some coffee, life for juice. For those of you that are in the military, you know what I'm talking about. And I posted it, and I put it out there for all to see. And I titled it, Some Observations for Today. So I'm going to give you my observations for today. I start off by writing, today I will be acquiring some additional supplies. Oh, by the way, I did, I did get the supplies. Go to the dollar store. That's where you're going to find. You go to the grocery store, you're going to pay a little bit more, and you may not have, you know, depending on what's going on with the panic buying. But anyways, there have been some trends worldwide. We saw them yesterday here in the United States. I will be procuring additional food stocks, such as canned meat, vegetables, and fruits, as well as toilet paper. My former co-worker's son works at the Costco. If you're not familiar where the Costco is, it's like a Sam's Club. And he reported that the shelves of the Costco were either empty or were getting there. Specifically, uh, toiletries and canned goods. Now, there will be a spike in virus cases in the next week or so because, one, the new tests will have been deployed and more people will be tested. And, of course, the more tests you have, chances are you're going to get more positive readings. And two, the media will report on it like crazy. Now, some of you are saying, you know, this is really not that big a deal. It's just the media hyping it. Okay, perhaps, maybe you're right. However, you know, my case in point is this, of the media hyping it. You know, today there's a report of two schools in New York City that were closed due to suspected, suspected cases of coronavirus. Not, not actual cases, just suspected. Okay, fine. But the fact is that, yes, the media is throwing gasoline on the fire on this. Hell, you have the Democrats suggesting that it's all Trump's fault. You know, this is a politicization of a disease. You actually had one Democrat who sat there. In fact, you know what? Here, you know, I'm, I'm going to tell you about it. Nah, I'll, I'll come back to the story because when you hear about this, you're going to see what I'm talking about. So look, there's a lot of bad information circulating out there. One of the ones I keep seeing popping up over and over again is this. 
And some of it is, as only the infected people need to wear masks. To me, that makes no sense. If that is the case, then why do the healthcare workers who are around the victims wearing the mask? I mean, if you see any of the videos or pics, the victims are not wearing the mask. So to quote a legal phrase, the victims wearing the mask is akin to shutting the barn door after the horses are out. Right, Martha? Now, while some government websites have advocated no need to wear a mask, only, only the infected, unless, unless you are within six feet of an infected person. Okay, fine. So that begs the question, how do you know who's infected and who isn't? You pass some person in the store or on the street, how do you know? It's not like the infected, some of whom may not even know they're infected until after the incubation period, have a biological armband on declaring their status that they're infected. And why would the infected want to wear a mask? They just keep reinfecting themselves. They exhale the virus and then they inhale it again. Hell, hello? Does that make any sense to anyone? I'm not an expert. I'm just putting it out there. That's why. All right, look. I'm coming up to the end of my first segment. We're going to keep going on this because i got to get some more information I want to put out there, all right? So we'll be right back after this. has made tactical gear with a purpose for over 50 years since their first U.S. Navy contract in 1967. Today, Proper designs and manufactures professional-level tactical apparel and gear for military, law enforcement, and public safety professionals and civilians, whether in the service, on the job, or off for the weekend. Log on to ContraRadioNetwork.com and click on the Proper banner now. Black Metal Firearms are a couple guys I know personally and friends of mine that put together some great accessories for all your firearms needs. Everything that I've seen them do is just top-notch and very nice looking. BlackMetalFirearms.com. Check them out. I think you'll be glad you did. Go to Facebook, Black Metal Firearms. they got a great page there too. Learn more about the workmanship and the craftsmanship they put into it every accessory, and every build they do. Talking the issues and taking the hit. Here they are, the two crazy guys. Alrighty, welcome back to the second segment of today's program. By the way, we have picked up a new sponsor, Galco Gun Leather. Mark will be soon putting a link up there on uh, ContraRadioNetwork.com, but for now... To get there, you can log on to our Facebook page at Contra Radio Network Broadcast. There's a link to them right there. Uh, just click on that link. Go over there. Support them. They are the best of the best, my friend. They are top 
notch, man. And I've gotten good feedback already from uh, people. And, oh, good. Uh, you know, they, they just, they do, um, you know, they, they're just a phenomenal co- uh, company. And uh, they actually reached out to me, invited us, and uh, I accepted. And uh, But they do wallets, you know, they do Western, they do uh, holsters, belts, you know, all that stuff, man. And uh, you can get it. All you got to do is log on to Facebook.com. Click on at Contra Radio Network. Uh, We'll get a link over to Mark so he can get that up on the website ASAP. So uh, remember, support our sponsors, folks, because by supporting them, you support us. Uh, If you haven't already done so, go over there. Also, uh, to ContraRadioNetwork.com, there is a link there for Valley Food Storage. We've been talking about the uh, coronavirus on today's program. And right now, look, man, Costco. Costco has completely sold out of their emergency foods. Wow. They are completely sold out. You can't get it online. You can't get it in their stores. They're sold out. Right now, Valley Food, like I said in the first segment, Joe Borowski, who's the VIP of operations over there, um, he sent me an email. He said, they're pumping it out left and right, man. Get over there because they're going to handle it. And and they're going to get you guys taken care of. And it's good stuff. I've eaten the food. They sent us stuff. I've, I've eaten their food. It's good food. It's nutritional. Those people know nutrition over there, yeah. you know, and, and they plan it to give you the not necessarily the food, but the fuel that you need. Right. The, the macronutrients and all that other stuff in there, you know, just besides a bunch of dehydrated uh, carbohydrates. Exactly. You know, you get anybody can put carbs in a bag. Yeah. It's called a bag of sugar. <laughs> you get them free at McDonald's. You just rip it open and eat it. Oh, you didn't have to say that, man. I love <laughs> McDonald's, brother. I'm like President Trump. Oh, me too, man. I, oh, I, hey. I eat there every day. By the way, uh, our buddy, uh, uh, Mr. Free. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Free's ripping it up, man. He's over at uh, CPAC and uh, he's having a good time, man. He's been sending pictures and all that. So oh, great. <laughs> uh, check him out. Log on to mrfree.shop. Uh, really good, solid American patriot right there. Uh, and, you know, th- these are the people that uh, that we like to partner with, is people that have the same mindset as us. They, they del- distribute a good product, right. uh, you know, and, and that's who we're, we're partnering up with. And so uh, anyway. Um, Mr. Free is one of them. Yes, yeah. Mr. Free is definitely one of them. No well, you know, here's what, you know, we were, we were talking about the, you know, coronavirus and, and you know, whether it's a, a false flag or or a, a conspiracy to just cover up the fact that our, our debt bubble is about ready to just implode and destroy the economy of the world, actually, no matter what it is, yeah. you're not really buying food storage or prepping for a pandemic. Right, right. You're, you're preparing to take care of your family because no matter what happens, you end up in a world where you can't buy food, whether it's a pandemic or an EMP or whatever. There's going to be uh, without rule of law. There's going to be all these cascading effects where you might right. not have electricity just because the people quit showing up at the power plant right, you know, right. or whatever. So that's why, you you know, there's these runs on supermarkets. And like you said, at Costco, not because they're afraid of coronavirus. Right. You know, it, it's the fact that no matter what happens, where are you going to get your next meal? You know, well, see, it, I've always been, thing. I've always been a firm believer and I know you, you are as well. Uh, and I know John, John Jeffers, uh, 
as well. And, and Terry Cass, you know, or Case, however you pronounce his name. Uh, the, these guys, uh, we know that there's going to be a day when something is coming. And right. I believe that we're in route to a civil war at some point in time. I hate to say that, but I believe right. that. Well, yeah, because if the economy tanks or the stock market goes back to a reset and drops another eight, 9,000 points, people are going to freak out. And, you know, like I asked John, you know, a long time ago, I said, you were a sheriff. I go, do you see the level of violence and, and just malice? You know, is it the same today as it was, you know, 20 years ago? And he goes, oh, no, it's far worse. People are just breaking laws for a different level of reasons. Right. You know, it's no longer honor among thieves and stuff like that. It's just, no. it's just crime for, it for is. crime's sake. Right. And, and, and so, you know, John's a good one to talk to. He'll tell you, he goes, this is not like anything people have seen 10, 15 years ago, as far as right. violence, uh, breaking the law, you know, you know, I guess, cause they think they can get away with it. Cause you know, the, uh, they can abuse cops. Hands up, don't shoot. Hands up, yeah. don't shoot. Hands up, don't shoot. You know? Yeah. Yeah, as if that ever Today, really happened. You know, the guy, the, my <clears throat> my neighbor is a deputy sheriff, and uh, I've talked to him about this as well. Uh, it's a it's a sad state of affairs when, in the United States of America today, the criminals are the heroes, and the law enforcement agents have become the criminals. Yeah, yeah, it's it's like a, it's a planned disaster. I think you know Salalinsky was good at that and saying, "Here's how you overwhelm the system, and here's how you do stuff." And, and so they got everyone, you know, hating cat, cops, you know, hating government. Which Trayvon Martin. Yeah. I mean, and, and, and yes, do we all hate the government? Sure, to a point. But, you know, when things happen and the soldiers or somebody or National Guard have to step in to, to fix stuff that's broken. Right. People aren't going to respect them. I mean, there's neighborhoods in Queens and stuff like that where fire departments won't even go in there. They'll just let the building burn. Mm-hmm. And then they'll turn around on the news and go, they didn't even care about these black families being burned out Tucson. of their homes. Look oh, at God. Tucson. Try Law not enforcement police won't even respond unless somebody's been shot or killed or something. They don't even they don't have time to respond because they don't either don't have enough officers or the crime is so rampant. Tucson police yeah. won't even respond. Right. And and, and there's the, I'm sure the animosity and the hatred there. Is probably so bad. Why would you respond in some neighborhoods? You know, it's it's just a trap, maybe. You know, to yeah. to pull out a bunch of officers and then and, and then start shooting at them. I wouldn't. I mean, and this is where you know the breakdown of law and order happens. Right. You know, it gets so bad, and 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 if there's an EMP or something like that where first responders can't respond first, second, or third, then people start staying home. Police officers go, I'm, I'm going to stay and watch my own family. Yeah. And then it just snowballs. A couple of days later it's even worse. Right. And and you know, it doesn't take much for everything to just collapse overnight. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's crazy, man. It's absolutely crazy. Uh and and so this is what we're talking about. Uh we're not necessarily trying to prompt you to go over to Valley Food Storage to, you know, cram a bunch of food in your house because <laughs> of the coronavirus. We're we're concerned, you know, because there's going to be a time when you're going to need to have you know, you're going to need to have some kind of a nutrition, whether it's, uh, you know, now for the coronavirus or whether it's, uh, you know, something else that's going to come down the line, it doesn't matter. And so that's what we're getting at. And so you need to log on to um, 
Valley Food Storage. You can get there by going to um, the ContraRadioNetwork.com website, click on the Sponsors tab, and Valley Food Storage has their own link there. So anyway, we've got about a minute 28 left uh, in the segment. Anything else you want to touch on before we uh, shut it down for the week? No, I can't really think anything uplifting or inspiring. Well, then we'll just say goodbye and tell everyone. Okay, man. See him later. All right, brother, man. All right. Take care. Ciao. Thanks for tuning in. Catch them next time as they dig into the issues. The two crazy guys. Log on to the website at www.contraradionetwork.com. At Stag Arms, there is no weak side. Our rifles are 100% American-made, including each and every part assembled. We aim to provide recreational shooters, law enforcement officers, hunters, and professional shooters with super quality and competitively priced rifles. Every rifle shipped is built to order. Check out Stag Arms now. Log on to ContraRadioNetwork.com and click on the Stag Arms banner. This is Contra Radio Network, internet radio for the discerning prepper and patriot. Welcome back. Segment three. I'm John Jeffers here on the Jeffers Brief. Hey, how do you like the show? Ever since my buddy, 
our director of broadcasting, Don Lowry, has been doing the, the production, finishing the production values and putting all the stuff in. How do you like it? Does it not sound great? The show sound great? Huh? If you're on uh, the Contra Radio Network Facebook page or go to the Contra Radio Network Broadcasting Facebook page, if you think it sounds great, let Don know. Send me a little note. Don, show sound great. We love you. You're the best. He is. I love Don. He's a good guy. Um, I was talking to you earlier about the Democrats and how they're acting like this. Uh, now, I have not heard this anywhere in the mainstream media here in the United States. Instead, I got it from The Sun, which is a news service out of the United Kingdom. Say it ain't so. It is so. They're reporting that Donald Trump Jr. slammed a Democratic councilwoman who encouraged the sickos with the coronavirus to go to the mega rallies in order to infect Trump supporters. Now, Trump Jr. blasted Councilwoman Candy uh, Sidabaka, who tweeted, Solidarity when someone threatened to attend a rally if they got the deadly diagnosis, saying these people are sick. Well, President Donald Trump's son was disgusted with Sidabaka's emergence on social media amid the escalating coronavirus fears. Now, a screenshot of the initial statement, which was retweeted on her government Twitter account, read, quote, For the record, if I do get coronavirus, I'm attending every mega rally I can, end quote. Now, as, March, as of uh, March 3rd, that's today, seven people have died from the uh, virus here in the United States, and confirmed cases have topped 108. There's over 92,000 cases worldwide. Now, the seventh person was confirmed uh, this afternoon when it emerged that a patient who died in the Seattle hospital succumbed to the virus, and that is from the scumbag New York Times. But when a Daily Wire reporter shared her comments on Twitter, uh, Sidabaka gave several explanations, saying, one, Trump downplayed the seriousness of the coronavirus and she was being sarcastic. She was not. She continues, are you listening to anything Trump has said about the virus? She replied, do you realize Trump reduced the virus to a common flu? Now, you want to know where Candy Kabaka is from. She's from Denver. And you, you know, and then the people in Denver are want to know why people outside of Denver, especially in the northern half of the state, want to secede from the state. There you go. But Donald Trump Jr. was disgusted with her comments, and she continues, and she says. I know sarcasm is hard to read in a tweet, but you are usually a bit quicker than this. Next time I will use more emojis just for you. Boy, aren't you just the clever one? Aren't you? How about this? How about you don't tweet stupid crap? 
However, uh, the Sun reached out to the councilwoman for comment on Tuesday and did not receive a response by the time of publication. Her statements come after Trump said Democrats were trying to scapegoat and blame his response to the outbreak. And he urged people not to panic. And yesterday he tweeted, quote, I was criticized by the Democrats when I closed the country down to China many weeks ahead of what almost everyone recommended. Saved many lives. Dems are working the impeachment hoax. They didn't have a clue. Now they're fear-mongering. The president says be calm and vigilant, and he's right. Now, uh, the president did meet with top pharmaceutical experts on Monday to discuss a possible vaccine, and he emphasized the urgency of it amid the increasing coronavirus fears. You know, the president wants it in months. Vaccine won't be ready for at least a year. And that's if they find it, a vaccine that does work. They may find one that doesn't work. They think, well, it should, but it doesn't. Back to the drawing board. Here we go again. So I just want you to realize what's happening. Now, as I said, one of the best ways to, there's like two or three good ways for the coronavirus. You don't have to self-quarantine, wash your hands often, I like to use Dawn dishwashing soap. I turn it on, the water as hot as I can get it, that I can stand it, and then I start washing my hands like I'm scrubbing for microsurgery. I do that two or three times a day. I don't shake hands with people. If it is the cold and flu season, why would anyone do it? I don't know. But I don't. And right there, that in and of itself, now, well, I now my daughter, some of you know, has just recently got her dual citizenship in Italy. She has to make one more trip back. And I said, ah, "You're not going." Now, granted, look, my daughter's an adult. She graduated from DePaul Business School, and sometimes I think that she's too smart for her own good. Because I got, she asked the question, I just about blew my mind. Why, Dad? What, what do you mean, why? What are you doing? You know, I mean, what are you reading, child? So I went over it with her. I said, look, said the best thing you could do, if you're going to do this, because she has to go back and get the passport in person. They won't send it to the consulate here in Chicago for her to go pick it up. The best, the best that you could hope to do you get over there, you land, you go get your passport, you go back to the airport, you get on the plane, you come right back. And I said, look, there's a, you know, it's a level three. There's a good possibility that while you're over there, one, you get delayed because the Italians are, are their government is overwhelmed right now with the coronavirus response. They were never very efficient to begin with before then. Three, you may not get, your passport may not be ready. So you might get stuck there. Now let's say you get there, it's not ready, this will be ready in a few days. So the few days passes, what happens? Oh, here's something new and interesting. All travel to and from Italy has been banned until further notice by the United States. Now you're not coming home. Can she survive over there? Yes, she spent the entire uh, six, seven months last year in Rome 
living there, going through the whole process of dual citizenship and all the other crap. So, today, as we see, it was Indonesia, I believe. Was it Indonesia? I'm thinking it was. Has put a travel ban on Italy, South Korea, and Iran. A travel ban. My guess is now that one country has done it, you're going to see other countries start following suit. But I did uh, let her know. And she goes, oh, that's just lovely, Dad. I said, I know. She goes, well, how long is it going to last? I said, Sid, I don't have a crystal ball. I'm sorry. The batteries are, let me get my magic eight ball. I may have a better luck. It's like, come on. How the hell am I supposed to know? She said, well, how long did you know Ebola and SARS last? I said, it lasted for months. She goes, oh. I said, and she says, well, I'm not going back right away anyways. I said, well, that's that, that's good. You know, maybe you know, you're listening to your old man after a while. It's starting to pay off dividends somewhere. So anyways, my point is you may not, you know, what's, what's interesting, Reed, you can go to the State Department website and call up you know, uh, messages or what they call alerts from the embassies in particular cities around the world, depending if we have an embassy there or not. We, I believe we have embassies everywhere. And so I called up the one for Rome, for Italy, the embassy in Rome. Very interesting what they're doing. You know, they're telling you, don't come here if you don't have to. And the State Department did evacuate, you know, families of the employees out of the... Uh, virus zone up in northern Italy is particularly around Milan where they are running out of food because of the supply line disruptions. Not that the, they can't produce it, they can, they just can't get it there. And if you're healthy, do you really want to drive into the virus zone to deliver food or bread or whatever? So you see, the th- and, I, and I also told my daughter, I said, long before they decide to travel do a, a travel ban to and from here in the United States the unions for the airlines particularly the uh, the pilots unions will tell the companies we're not flying in there anymore because of the health risk and you'll see it it will drop off it will where are we oh all right my friends we'll be back for our fourth and final segment of the week so stick around. You don't want to miss it. I hope you're getting some information out of this. Thinking about the things I have, we, you know, I've talked about today. Maybe it's making sense to you. Maybe you've already done it. You say, John, you're full of hot air. You're preaching to the choir. I don't know. But stand by to stand by. All right. We'll be right back after this.
So are you tired of being tired? Well, then it's time to get the tea. Hey, it's Lisa here to tell you about this all-natural, all-organic tea I've been drinking that has had great results for over 20 years. It's called Life Change Tea, and it's specially formulated to help detoxify and cleanse your kidneys, liver, colon, and blood all at once. The colon is one of the most ignored organs in the human body. The faster that waste is eliminated from the body, the less time that waste sits in our intestines, spreading toxins to our bloodstream. This tea helps cleanse chemicals caused by outside intruders from our entire digestive system. And get this, weight loss can be a side effect. And with continued use of the tea, you can experience clear, healthier, younger-looking skin, increased energy, and a happier outlook on life. So if you're tired of being tired, get the Life Change Tea at GetTheTea.com. That's GetTheTea.com. And like me, you'll be glad you did. Proper has made tactical gear with a purpose for over 50 years since their first U.S. Navy contract in 1967. Today, Proper designs and manufactures professional-level tactical apparel and gear for military, law enforcement, and public safety professionals and civilians, whether in the service, on the job, or off for the weekend. Log on to ContraRadioNetwork.com and click on the Proper banner now. Welcome back to the fourth and final segment of the Jeffers Brief. I'm John Jeffers. Thanks for listening. This is just crossing the wire. And, again, it's coming from the, the DailyMail.com. That's the UK, United Kingdom, news service. And what they're saying, they just posted a story. Headline is, Coronavirus Preppers. Panic buy across America. Hold on. First of all, if you're preppers, you don't need a panic buy because you've already prepped. That way, you you needlessly you don't need to panic buy. Continuing. So uh, they panic buy across America, clearing stores of food, mask, and hand sanitizer. Is more than 100 people across 15 states are confirmed to have killer virus hyphen and it's spreading fast my friends this is what some of the people mean when they're talking about the news hyping it all right one thing i want you to be aware of and and this is this is true here The new testing kits have already been deployed. They're out. You're going to see a jump, a spike, in the number of virus cases being reported. Why? Because the detection has gone up higher. Does that make sense? It's kind of like, um, you know, you can say, you know, we never talked about divorce. Divorce was and never really did never really happened in them, you know, in the in the you know the 30s, 40s, and 50s. That's because people didn't talk about it. 
And as it became more prevalent, people began talking about it, and now divorce isn't, isn't the big taboo subject like it was. Same here. Because they couldn't get the testing kits out fast enough, but now they are, you're getting more, they're gonna, they, they will detect some people are carrying the virus. Don't panic. It's going to happen. That's the whole point of having the testing kit. Find out who has it, who, you know, we suspect you may have it. Let's do a test. Okay, you do have it. Or, okay, no, you don't. You're going to see the number spike. That's why. Now, according to uh, the Daily Mail, it says panic buying has spread across the U.S. from New Jersey to San Francisco with worried shoppers emptying shelves to stock up on supplies amid a surge in deadly coronavirus cases. For San Francisco, you know, if you weren't going to let people continue to crap and urinate in the streets, maybe it wouldn't be that bad. But no. Let's throw in, you know, typhus and then God knows what else. Let's do that and then throw the coronavirus on top of that. Oh, let's declare a state of emergency in San Francisco. Bite me. All right. An, interest, and an increase in testing for the coronavirus began shedding light on how the illness has spread across the U.S. with the death toll rising to seven and confirmed cases reached more than 100. Okay. So we've got seven dead and then more than 100. There's 300 and what, 16, 317 million people in the United States. Probably a little bit more than that. Do the math. The recent boom of numbers has brought chaotic scenes to supermarkets across the country with anxious shoppers stockpiling food and medical cleaning supplies. Stop it there. I want you to understand something, my friends. As preppers, one of the things that Brandon talked to me about, and he says, you know, John says, I've got plenty of ammunition. I said, well, I figured you did. He goes, what I, what I lacked and I really overlooked was medical supplies. I said, well, there you go. This, if anything, this has done anything but highlight a weakness in your supply catch and your survival planning, your prepper plan. Not a big deal. It can be fixed. It can be remedied. Now, today, and I explained to him, I said, look, I've got a bunch of basic, um, well, sometimes it's more than basic. Look, I've got surgical tools. I've got sutures. I've got the alcohol. I've got peroxide. I've got Band-Aids, gauze bandages, uh, iodine uh, solution, you know, a bunch of other stuff, antibiotic ointment. Lots of ibuprofen and Tylenol, all kinds of stuff. And I've done that over the, you know, over the years, and I've kept it that way. And so I'm bringing it up because I want you to kind of think about it. How is your medical supply catch? As a component to your total plan, you should have medical supplies, even if it's just the basics. I've even got dental tools. They're cheap. There's no reason why you shouldn't have them. Just things I wanted to put out there. And cleaning supplies. 
I think I was at the dollar store. I paid $2.79 for a can of the Clorox Lysol uh, disinfectant wipes. Bleach. Bleach is a buck a gallon. You get three or four of those. That stuff never goes bad. But now you understand where I'm coming from, what I'm trying to get through to you. That's all. What else? Um, I don't... Look, you, you you should keep some hand sanitizing gel on, on you where you can't actually get to soap and water. Soap and water is the best way to do it. Hand sanitizing gel is, I look as a secondary backup. So, anyway, that's what, that's kind of what we're talking about here. You know, I've got pictures of people buying, you know, extra large bags of, you know, of, uh, you know, the big, you know, 90 bag count of 33 gallon trash bags. You know, they got their cookies. They got cases of butter. I don't know what you're going to do with it. You got to refrigerate it or freeze it. You know, you got your big, you know, thing of toilet paper and juice and almond milk and all. You know, you can buy it by the case, guys. Just, just ideas. You know, some of these pictures are just incredible. And I did post the story on the Contrario Network Facebook page. It's just incredible you're seeing paper towels. And don't forget your Coca-Cola, my friends. This guy's got, what, two, four, six, eight, eight cases of pop and a case of uh, palm olive dishwasher detergent. In addition to one, two, oh, wow. Two big things of, you know, 34 count, roll count of toilet paper. And it looks like he's got maybe the 50 count of the aluminum tins that you can serve food in, you see, all the time when you go there. I mean, how many fucking paper towels do you need? Jesus. What's that, 12 count? Paper bounty? One, two, three, four, five. Five of that. You got the, you know, oh, good Lord. But people are panic buying. And they're panic buying, and I'll tell you why, my friends, because they're not informed preppers. They don't know what to buy. All they're buying is what they're reading about online. You're educated preppers. You've been listening to my show probably for at least six years or at least in the last, you know, very recently. And we've talked about it, what items you should be looking for to get. You should. But with that said, when you see the pictures, especially your experienced preppers out there, look at what they're buying. I'm not, all I'm saying is they're panicked. They're not experienced preppers. They never thought they'd have to do this. The government's going to come hold my hand, tell me it's not my fault, and it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. Well, maybe it will. I mean, look at Hurricane Katrina. FEMA tried to prep for just, you know, a large region of the country. That didn't turn out too well. Have they gotten better at it? I don't know. But I sure as hell want to be part of FEMA. FEMA's trying to prep for 315 million people, most of which are irresponsible and won't do the basics themselves. They want the government to do it for them. Well, I pay my taxes. So, adult, up. 
Take responsibility for your loved ones, for yourself. Get the stuff you need. Do it today. The longer you wait, the more you're going to see prices rise for supply chain disruptions. You know what? You deserve it. You got. You should pay more. You've waited too long. Look, my friends, I want my listeners to be healthy. I don't want to see any of you get sick, and I don't want any of you to die because I need every listener I can get. I like you guys. Hopefully you like me. Maybe you sit back and listen to the uh, audio from the podcast or you watch the video and you laugh because I'm a moron. Eh, maybe you're right. I don't know. I don't care. All right. That about does it here for me. I'm John Jeffers from the Jeffers Brief. Hey, you want to do a show, I want you to come to me. John Jeffers at ContraRadioNetwork.com. John Jeffers at ContraRadioNetwork.com. Let's do your show. Julian, I know you're listening, my friend, down in Australia. Get those two Aussies ready to go. I want a show from Australia, too. All right. So until next week, I'm John Jeffers. As things, things you know, starts breaking or some interesting things come up, I will do another special edition of the Jeffers Brief. But until then, be safe, be alert, be vigilant, don't panic, be concerned. There is a difference. All right, until next time, I'm John Jeffers. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next week.